Roto Ballers, welcome back to another week of the NASCAR DFS preview show. It's another NASCAR DFS preview show, Chef Boy. It was like just yesterday we were doing one at, where was it at, the Ells House? L House? Oh, yeah, the Carolina L House. Good times. It was the best of times. It was not the worst of times. It was just the best of times. It was. We had a good time. It's been, it's been, a, it's been an entire week, and, and it feels weird now because, like, we're back to, like, normal stuff. Because, yeah. like, that whole weekend, they, they, the good times never last long enough. All right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it's, I wish it's we could have stayed a whole week, man. I feel like the, the weather kind of threw us off, but – it's hard to keep us down. You know, we, we always bounce back and we always have a good time. It was Absolutely. really cool to me seeing the Xfinity race in the severe weather and then seeing the race the very next day in the non-severe weather. That was awesome. You realize how much of a historic event that was that we, that we got to witness? First road course in the rain. The yeah. art of racing in the rain uh, equaled pain for Chase Briscoe. Chase, we found out quickly that nobody in Charlotte likes Chase Briscoe. It was very strange. He actually liked that tweet. Yeah, big CE love. Oh, yeah, Road Warrior, man. You cannot, you cannot at this point in time say that, that Chase Elliott doesn't have what it takes by any means. He's, he's only a couple wins away. Like If he gets two more consecutive road course wins, um, he's going to hit Jeff Gordon's record. Nobody thought that could be done. Isn't that crazy for as young as he is? I mean, I would classify me, me and you, Chase, now after doing that whole experience. We probably are haters, even though we like Chase Elliott just fine. But just for the sheer fact that everyone stood up and claps, like every time he passed somebody, and me and you were just kind of like treating him like every other driver. I don't know. Right. We just, I think, I think there was also, there was a level like of just, I expected him to do that. So it was no surprise to me. But everybody else was just like, wow. Like, yeah. it's like, chill, bro. Like, we knew that Chase was going to do this. I mean, he wasn't plus 250 for anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. We get this. Uh, but yeah, great race, great weekend. Shout out to Trap Star John. Um, and then also, <laughs> we got to get into uh, to this week. We're going to Kansas, Hollywood Casino, 400. Got my hair cut. We're, we, we're, yeah, yeah. Fresh fade on the whip. Shout out to Boosie. Um, it looks good. Boosie would be proud of you. Shout out to our new favorite place, first and ten. Yeah, first and ten. Shout out to first and ten. Shout out to Trap Star John. That's <laughs> our that's our people right there, baby. We love it. It's so short. I, so it. I know, dude. It looks great. Um, but yeah, great, great time. Just great time overall. We had to get that out because obviously we didn't do a GGFS podcast. We had a Dale Center, the first ever Dale Center this past weekend, which was great. And uh, luckily, we're not in prison. So shout out to us. We were on the way back from Charlotte. So all is well with the garage guys. Um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Kansas this week. We are finally here. It is the round of eight. Um, eight drivers are locked into this thing. And now is when the heat really starts to turn up. Um, I mean, dude, there are literally four races left this season. It's crazy. And, you know, it'll – before we know it, it'll be time for next season. The all season is going to go about like that. We already know it because we're going to be so busy with football that I feel like we're going to look up and it's going to be time to do double content again. So, um, man, I'm looking yeah. forward to the end of the year, though. I, I want to see I want to see some element of surprise, but I also want to see the best drivers make it. I don't know how you're feeling. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like everybody's pretty much banking on, like, you know, Truex, Hamlin, Harvick, and Elliott to be, like, the the, the, the big four. Um, I, I do think that there are there, – there's some room for maybe one guy out of the blue to sneak in. I may wait to talk about him uh, going into next week. Uh, so, for now, let's just keep it the way things are. Um, and we're, we're not going to get too far out of the line. And especially with DFS this week, uh, getting into these picks – this is going to be a race. Me, me and Drew have both discussed this. This is just we're, we're kind of going back to the uh, to the to the older way, like a couple of weeks ago, older way, because like Harvick and Hamlin have kind of just been like quiet and chilling. But it's like because they could. So mm-hmm. now the heat turns back up. So I think we're going to go right back in within this weekend. Let's just go ahead and start off uh, talking about Denny Hamlin. Uh, he's starting in seventh. He's going to be ten ten point six k on DraftKings. 13.5K on FanDuel. And, I mean, we, we saw what Hamlin was able to do um, at this track when we were, you know, looking back. I know that he was not a lot of people's favorite at this race um, earlier in the season. But, um, luckily for me, like, I had him I had him in. I had some bets locked on him. Um, really good odds on him, too. Pretty decent odds, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I mean, he finished first here in 2019, the October race, he finished first in July and he's probably going to be my favorite to win this one again. I think that, um, out of Hamlin and Harvick, it's, I don't, I haven't looked at the odds yet, but I know that they're probably going to be right by each other. Um, but I, uh, Hamlin's got just as good of a chance as Harvick does in this one. I think that we're just going to see one of those two big dogs, uh, take it and, and go ahead and lock themselves in to that final four round this week. But with Denny, I mean, starting in seventh, I just think that, you know, especially if competition caution comes in, we've saw what he can do with these types of intermediate tracks. Just a good play hand in hand. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Uh, Kansas, right? So with Kansas, I think we can expect not much wrecking, not much incidents. And far as who, Big I, spread. Know, I think we're going to see a predictable race, honestly, mm-hmm. this week. I had to explain it, which usually means good things for your top cars like Harvick and, and Hamlin. Um, I think looking at the odds, Hamlin and Harvick were 1A, one one 1B, one both of them around plus 400, and then we had Chase Elliott right behind them. And I think the ownership percentage will follow that. I think we'll see those three guys carrying the most ownership with really Chase Elliott being like the only reason he's going to be up there with those guys is because he's got that advantage of being on the pole to get those early dominator points. Very interesting what you say, Chase, on the um, competition caution because that's going to be Harvick and Hamlin's first chance to really, to really get him, and I think they will. One of the two will. Um, we've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, we've seen it before, and I don't know where your take is on who it's going to be. I guess I think my, my preference is Harvick's going to get that early lead because he starts ahead of Hamlin. But no, no issues with Hamlin. I think I do lean Harvick slightly, but I will have plenty of lineups that have – Two of those three guys between Elliott, Harvick, and Hamlin. Um, but we've decided not to make Chase one of our official plays for the video. So let's go Hamlin. Yeah, that is correct. So uh, no no Elliott here. But, look, we're already talking about the other guys. So let's just go ahead and dive into it. Kevin Harvick, he's starting in fourth. Uh, he's going to be 10.4K on DraftKings, 13.2K on FanDuel. Harvick's, like, like I said, we've already pretty much said he's just as good. I don't think we need to spend a whole lot of time here. Um, he did start on the pole uh, at this race um, earlier in the year. I think he finished fourth. Shout out to four, big four energy. He had a lot of it. Um, and then what's incredible, if I ever in my life 
uh, it's uh, October of 2019. He started 40th and he finished ninth. What a play. <laughs> like, dude, if I can see Harvick in 40th this year, like, dude, like that, dude, that I'm pretty sure that that would probably be the first time we ever saw 100% ownership across the board. <laughs> like, if that's even possible, like, dude, I don't know. Like, I mean, everybody and their mom would have to play him. But that's not the case this week. Um, but, yeah, dude, Harvick, we've already pretty much summed it up. Hamlin Harvick, got to roll with him. Yeah, and, you know, I think there's been several weeks we come on here and we try our best to avoid talking one of those two or even both of them. And we haven't really come on here in a long time and discussed both of them in the same video. So if, if you're watching this for the first time, you're probably thinking, oh, these guys are going with the chalk. I promise you it's not always this way, but I do think having one of these two guys in your lineup is almost a must do. Like I don't, I really don't see both of these guys busting this week, and I think you're almost shredding money if you decide to, to fade both of them in the lineup. You better play both of them in the same lineup. That's, that's how I'm approaching this. Definitely for a portion. So Okay. Yeah, definitely do that. And always, multiple lineups, always. Come on, guys. If this is your first time watching this, you what need to know doing? that. Yeah, if this is not your first time watching this and you're not playing multiple lineups, then, yeah, dude, just go ahead and just get off this video now. See you later. Goodbye. Um, all right, uh, let's get into some of these other less predictable plays. Now, this guy you brought up, and, and, and it seems to me, Chef Boy, that you've got a little gut boy energy this week. You care, you care, to, tell us, you care to tell us a little bit about this gut boy energy with our, uh, with, our, with our good old pal Bacon Boy, Eric Almarola, starting in P16. He is going to be 8K on DraftKings and 10K on FanDuel. Let, let, let's hear it. I want to hear. I want to hear the gut. I, I think it. maybe you uh, going to Charlotte. You rubbed off on me. Honestly, maybe the gut boy is trying to transfer over. But hey. I, I think really, Chase. Honestly, it's like we don't like playing him when he's starting in that weird like eighth to ninth to tenth, and he's kind of creeped on back a little bit to a range where he's in play. And I was talking to you before this video. That whole range of guys that are starting in those late teens, mid teens we feel like one of those guys is going to break loose and have a top 10. You're really going to need a top eight on DraftKings probably to, to pay off the salary and be on the optimal lineup. And we think that Bacon Boy is, has, you know, just as good a chance as anybody um, bacon. to do that. And I think our next play is one of the other guys we think can do it as well. Same, same bracket. Very, very much so. Um, so Tyler Reddick. Starting in P15, he is going to be 7.8K on DraftKings, 9K on FanDuel. Now, with Reddick, I know that, you know, like you said, he's definitely in that window, and I'm definitely going to – I think we should definitely read off that window of guys for all the Roto Ballers and Garage fam that are watching this video before we're done with this video. But look, I just want to tell you about Reddick a little bit. So when – I know that like I, I always just it just sticks out in my head so much that one race where he wasn't even an official cup series guy yet. And then he comes in, I think he got a top 10 running in like the 31 car, uh, the beast car for RCR. Uh, yeah. He finished ninth after starting 21st. And that was in May of 2019. Um, he started 23rd in 2020, uh, the earlier race this year, and he finished 13th. So he he can get that positive place differential. It's just a track like Kansas, Reddick has done decent in Xfinity there. 
He is going to let that carry over. He's going to be able to do well here in Cup. I think this is more of one of those deals where he's just very comfortable at Kansas. He knows his line. He sticks to his line. It's like the system. Tom Brady has a system, um, you know, and, and look, look what happens, okay? It's just it, good things come to those who wait sometimes, okay? The difference is – Sometimes. Well, sometimes, yeah. So I always got those sometimes in there just for, uh, for insurance purposes. Um, but, but yeah, no, I, I just, I'm, I'm in love with Reddick at Kansas, man. Anytime I see him here, especially, um, even, even at 7.8 K man, like on DraftKings and nine K on FanDuel starting in 15th, dude, I got to go with him. And especially if you're talking about Amarola being there and being able to work his way up, I mean, those two are going to be able to work off each other. So I'm digging it, dude. I mean, I, I, you got any? You got any more insight on, on on Red Dog? No, I don't. I mean, I think that sums it up. I think I would be careful playing too many of these guys in the mid range. I will say that is my advice. Um, but you're going to learn very quickly that there's two kind of builds this week. If you want to get three expensive guys or three dominators, as they say, you know, in the industry, in terms of guys that can lead laps and, and get those fastest laps, it's going to push you away from this mid range and more towards um, one of the other guys we're mentioning later. And down there towards the the Ryan Priest, the you know Ty Dillon, Michael McDowell range. Everybody knows that range by now. Um, but if you the low boys, I think that's what our video is this week. It's we went two expensive guys, but we're showing a uh, balance build. And I, I have this ready. Did you want me to read it off the guys that are in this range? Yeah, let's go ahead and run it. Run it. So I think we agreed that if you're doing the balance build, you're going to be choosing between guys like Eric Jones and eleventh. Um, Bacon Boy, 16, who's one of our plays. Tyler Reddick. Eric, I'm rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon <laughs> Boy, Tyler Reddick, Red Dog. Um, Mr. Matt Benedetto starting 18th. Austin Dillon starting Eddie. 17th. And Ricky Stenhouse, 23rd. Christopher Bell, 22. All of those guys are in the same exact bracket, and that's where the money probably will be made. Um, how I'm going to throw some Recky in there. Like, I think – I think if you want to get real weird, and I'm getting way off our video script, you would go Let's get weird. Let's get weird. You plug two of these guys in on the lower range and get really weird because you're going to be inclined to if you if you plug in, let's say, Ricky Stenhouse, it's going to leave you salary to play Eric Jones or um, or the Bacon Boy. But if you just go Stenhouse and follow it up with um, Austin Dillon, maybe your lineup's a little bit different. Now you're in the head. Yeah. You're hitting the head of the chef now. Yeah, dude. And like, I honestly, like, I'm definitely going to be getting, getting wild with it. I mean, dude, anytime I can get weird with a lineup, anytime I can get weird in life, I'm going to get weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm here to get weird. That's what it was. It's literally, it's in the bio. It's in the bio. I'm here to get you weird. To, you have to get weird. Cause if we think the the race leaders and the stuff up front, that's going to be, if we think it's going to be, you know, traditional and uh, predictable, then you got to get weird in the middle, in the mid pack or the, the back. Right. So, mm-hmm. A lot of let's get weird lineups. A lot of weird energy. Weird Weird spooky season energy. It's coming. It's coming. Spooky season. Yeah, it's it's weird season. It's a weird spooky season. Um, yeah, so we'll definitely be mixing a lot of that the, those guys up and um and be on the lookout for my article as well on Rotobar this weekend. I'll have a couple of those guys that I think can be kind of sneaky that are in that range. Because like I said, like we just we just feel very, very confident this week about the the script of this race, how it's gonna play out. This is gonna this is gonna be big, big weird bags. Big weird bags. Okay. Could be some weird bags. But let's go ahead and talk about our our, our last driver here. Uh, Matthew Kenseth. Old guy, Matt Kenseth, 
retired once, came back, couldn't get enough. Um, he had a very interesting run at the Roval last week. He hit the whoa real big, big, big whoa. Um, but uh, Kenseth is going to be starting. Right? Yeah, he was doing decent until he hit the whoa. But he hit the whoa, dude. Shout, shout to credit one. Shout to Chip, Chip, Chip Ganassi. I feel like people hit the woe all the time, like in the last few laps. It, it's, it just it's the roval. It's, it's the it's the woeful. All right, it's it's the woeful. You know, you know what I mean. That was so corny. It's the woeful, bro. <laughs> all right, look, let's get back serious. Points on this video series. It, it is for sure. Um, but no, Kenseth Kenseth's going to be starting in thirtieth, and he is six point six k on DraftKings and six point six k on FanDuel. And I mean, look, this is place differential play. I mean, he, um, he, he got the luck of the draw to get to the back because of the wreck. So I, I definitely don't think that he is going to be like the worst play of all time by any means. And I mean, when we're looking, I mean, we're looking back here, like over the years, like, yeah, like he hasn't been like, like superior, I would say like by any means. But it's like you've got you've to at least think that he's going to be able to, like, work his way up a little bit. And, and instead of going for, like, that natural, like, low boy, I feel like you can get that value at Kenseth this week in that position. Absolutely. I mean, he's a great play. I don't care what anybody says. He's so far back that his equipment alone should allow him to pass cars in front of him, I would think. I mean, unless he has an issue, which is always possible, but – because of how he finished that last race, it reminds me of a lot of, a lot of how he played Ricky Stenhouse last week at the Roval, where he yes. started all the way in the back. He paid off his salary. He was on the optimal lineup, I'm pretty sure. If he wasn't on the optimal, he was on the second most optimal. Um, but, yeah, fully on board the Kenseth train. I just hope the veteran does not let us down here in the final stages of the NASCAR season. Yeah, I mean, he had, I mean, back when he was with, like, he was with Roush, like, in 2018, like, he had an accident there. Um, he started in third with Joe Gibbs. I think his last year with Gibbs, he finished 37th. So, we did see him go from 14th to 17th uh, earlier in the year at this track. So, I mean, like, that's not too horrible. So, I would say this, if he can finish 17th, he should easily be able to work his way up into that top 20 range. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're feeling good. We're feeling good with, with, with Matt, Matty Kay. With Metallica Matt, all right. So we're we're, yeah, we're gonna. There's some alternatives, Chase. As well, like we have we got Ryan Newman as well. So it's um and John Hunter. We got some guys down there that if you want to pivot off in some of your lineups, don't go all in on Matt. Kimber, Daddy John. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like it. Crash Racers, John Hunter. <laughs> He's gonna be a dad, man. Congrats on congrats on that. Big congrats. Um. All right. So that is our guys again. We have. Let's go over here. Okay. Hamlin, Harvick, Amarola, Reddick, and Metallica Matt, Matt Kenseth. All right, those are our guys. So, again, remember that list of line that we gave. Hit us up on Twitter. You find me at Garage Guy Chase. Chef Boy Ardeen. He loves the way it rolls off the teeth. Chef Boy. With the delivery Chef there. Boy. That's, what we're right. about, delivery. That's it. So, normally we, like, skirt out of here, but because we're getting weird this week, let's just hit him with the chant from the greatest show on Comedy Central, Workaholics. Um, don't know if you were a fan of that show, but um, okay. Well, I was. We're gonna lead it off. We're just gonna we're just gonna go. Let's get weird. Ready? One, two, three. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get. Uh